You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning, David. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Brad. All right, we're going to do uh, for the next few days. I want to see next few series. I want to talk, give, give a topic. The topic is uh, life and death. I think everybody is going to be getting involved, and because we all have life, and uh, in the different ways, and everybody has a different uh, opinion of life. What is life, and what is death, and、um, so let's explore together. And life, what is contained in life? What is the essence of life? What propels the life? What is really? Concerned with life and death, and where we come from, where did we come from, where we are from, and where we're going, and what we are doing here on this planet. So there are a lot of things to explore, and I think it's、uh, it's it's topic that you can talk forever. However. Let's get a brief, and、um, I think、uh, this will help us to understand ourselves, and to explore about ourselves, and to see with more clarity on this planet, with all kinds of chaos, what we really here are for, and、um, are we governed by media? Are we governed by all these noises? Are we governed by pandemics? Are we governed by the different opinions? Are we are we governed by authorities? Are we governed by indoctrinations? Are we governed by all the dogmas? Oh, are we going to live as a human being with a mind, with a body, without a total freedom? Or are we gov- governed by all these things to enslave ourselves? Let's see. You know, I would love to get all kinds of opinions coming over to talk to me. Life, death is a big topic, but it's simple at the same time because it involves everybody. On this planet and beyond. Thank you. Let's do some meditation. I think that will energize our life, give some charge to our body and to our mind in terms of energy, in terms life force. Take a deeper breath. Slowly breathe out. Breathe in deeply. Breathe out. Breathing as deep as you can. Fill up your lower abdomen. Breathe in. Breathe out. As you breathe out, each time you feel the body begin to open up. Let's breathe in full. Let it go.
again breathe in full Make sure your tone is connected with the upper heart palate and deeply breathe into your lower abdomen, penetrate into your spinal cord. Now breathe naturally and deeply at your own rate, at your own pace. Listen to your breath, observe your breath along your body, your emotions, your feelings, your mind-body interaction and communication. Just innerly observe deep into your body and then your mind. Let's go a bit deeper and deeper into my. Let your breath becomes deeper and deeper too. Make sure your tongue is connected with up heart palate. Deeply breathe into your spinal cord into your hypothalamus into your pituitary gland you feel you breathe in so deep so penetrable penetrating all the way To your pituitary gland and your pineal gland, at the base of your of your scalp, deeply. oxygen get the ADP penetrate permeate into your brain into your pineal gland mm-hmm. 
by always doing the breathing, your mind, your deepest state of mind. It's more and more into that innermost consciousness. And your observation penetrated deeper and deeper into the inner state of mind. And the body becomes more and more relaxed. Breathe deeply into your lower abdomen. Let it go. Now breathe in, raise your hands up, twitch your side. Breathe out. Okay, now <clears throat> I see we talk about life and death. <clears throat> What is in your opinion in terms of life, in terms of death? General opinion, you know. I want to see. Just give me for a few words. What do you see? Okay, um, life being able to play, dance, eat, drink, be merry. Um, death, on another hand, is being able to rejoice the time that was given. 
So right now you talk about the time, you talk about the expression, you talk about the visible expression, the emotional expression, the energy expression, the body expression, and um, so right now, and then and you, you talk about the time. So each person probably can give different definition of life and death in different terms. If we want to live in, on this world, the number one thing I think people as a human being, everybody, somehow, somewhere, that comes to the mind. What am I here? What is my life? What is life in general? What is death? And most people I met are in fear of death. I used to be too, you know. And then the more I got deep into it, the more I enjoy death because I died so many times. And I begin to see I die every single day and live another day. So, um, so I begin to see the life, death in a different uh, spectrum and different perspective and from different angle and different paradigm to observe the life and death. Life in general, I see, just like you said, it's something to express with energy, you know? When you express yourself, you must have energy. When you express yourself alive, you consciously or subconsciously or unconsciously, you express that energy. You express that entity that is alive. Let's say a tree. A tree express the life to be green, sometimes to be weathered and green again. I remember in front of me in my house, there are two huge olive trees. Probably need uh, at least uh, two people to three people to hold up. It's big. And I've been there for probably 15 years now since I got the house. And I see, you know, even bigger than when I, when I moved it there. But the same thing, the leaves coming out, you know, the branches withered fall and new branches coming out. That's expression. That's expression. You see the grass coming up, and you cut it, and it coming up? That's life. The human beings express different ways. Human beings are animals, like a tiger, like a turtle, like a whales. So we express the similar way, but we express different ways. Human beings feel they are most advanced, the most intelligent. Is that true? I don't know. Let's see, compared to a turtle, for example, turtle moves very far, very slow. You know, it looks like very slow. Usually, turtle, when the turtle gets sick, a turtle, does the turtle go to hospital to uh, ask somebody for help? I know, I'm sick, you help me, so I can get well. Does turtle, tur a turtle, any turtle, does turtle do that? You tell me, does a turtle do that? How 
Is the turtle capable of healing itself? Yeah, the turtle, turtle do that. You, you, you tell me, does the turtle do that? Mm-hmm. Turtle say, I need to go to the hospital and you see a doctor. You know, because I get sick. Does the turtle do that? How long you tell me a turtle live? Oh, a very long time. Very, very long time. People say, oh, his life like a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one of my friends had a turtle was from a grandma. You know, it's an old turtle from the grandma. And then this is granddaughter kept the turtle. The grandmother, when the, the, when the grandma had a turtle, the turtle was already very big turtle. And this is granddaughter still kept the same turtle. The turtle still vibrate. Has not a, seen a doctor since the grandmother was a kid. <laughs> the turtle never seen a doctor. <laughs> So how can that turtle lift? Sometimes the turtle can feel low, down, but next day the turtle rise above and begin to get well again. What that? What? How does that happen? Can human being do that? Can human being do that? You see, tiger, tiger, even a wolf. Do they? You know, when they get a not well or get low do they go to see okay I need to see a psychiatrist does a, a, a tiger sometimes get a little bit depressed or get, get some, a little bit low and then you know no food and uh, does a tiger go to see a doctor to see a psychiatrist or go see whatever a healer does a tiger do that no no doesn't human being used to be like the tiger human being used to be like the turtle they do everything when they fight they need to fight they fight or flight they have the stress they get over express the stress they get over with it and then they begin to express themselves and then they relax again but today is different Anything they have, it, they have a little bit of stress. They want other people to help. They want either drugs or other, another person, another authority. The, the life is no longer independent life. That life is no longer independent life. The life becomes dependent on other things. The life begin to be wrapped around with thoughts. The thoughts from what? The thoughts come up out of the information, all kinds of information. The makeup information, the media. There used to be a newspaper, you know, you see, 100 years ago, everybody read a newspaper. All the information come out of the newspaper. Well, yeah, that's what it is. You, know, you see the New York line of people waiting for transportation. They, they read newspaper today. What they do? Everybody's on this. Even in a, in a, on the on the table on the dinner table, the whole family, everyone uh, they talk. <laughs> they send a message to to the to, to the mother. They send a message to to the <laughs> to the daughter. You know, they are on the same table. They no longer communicate human beings are social beings just like a tiger like a wolf they together they rise and human beings the same thing they talk to each other they support each other emotionally instead they begin to get all the information from outside unfortunately a lot of information to me are toxic information that's what it is. You turn on radio, you turn on the the TV, it can all kinds of information. Pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. That's all it is. That's all it is. The full of fears. The producer fears. And everybody is governed by that fear. Controlled by the fear. 
they no longer live as a human being. They live as a slave. As a slave. Total slave. And then they're willing to be enslaved because they all listen to these things, information, and then governed by the information, and then they do everything according to that information. Do you think that they're enslaved? I don't, I don't, I don't, do you think I exaggerate it? It's being able to fine tune what you listen to.、Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're looking up education to better yourself, but if you're looking too much into something negative, then you're just hurting yourself. It's all human beings in the old days, okay? What I say is, old days, 3,000 years ago, you know, 4,000 years ago, the Daoist from China, for example. Okay. They live in the mountains. They have no political agenda. They have no divisions. The, all they live is living in the mountain. They connect themselves with the universe. They connect themselves with the nature. It's about that, that relationship. That relationship close to nature, that relationship with the universe, that relationship with the cosmic consciousness. And they see things differently. This is thousands of years ago. There's no Republican, there's no Democrats, there's no Communist, there's no Labour Party. And then They penetrate the mind into the universe and then they begin to connect. They see the universe differently. What they see is this they see that everything comes from nothing, everything comes from that formless potentiality. The nothingness is full of wisdom, the nothingness is full of intelligence. The nothingness is preparing all the visible things. The nothingness is the origin of the universe. Looks nothing, but contains everything. Appear nothing, but explode everything else. Produces everything else in the universe. That nothingness is consistent. And persistent and ever changing. That nothingness becomes the mother of all things, visible or invisible. That nothingness gives that big bang. That nothingness gives that big hole. That nothingness gives that explosion. That nothingness gives that all the matters in the universe. That's what I said. That was actually Doist said. You know what? Thousands of years later, a bunch of physicists begin to explore the universe from the physical standpoint. They want to be independent of mind. They want to be independent of thoughts. They want to be independent of consciousness. They want to be independent of. Subjects of the mind. Started from, you know, 19th century down to 20th century. And we, we, we all know Max Planck, probably one of the first one. Of course, b- before Max Planck, upon、uh, two German scientists, and also started. The mathematically, physically, and begin to see the matter in the different ways. See the matter are waves. Actually, they already propagate the idea. The particle, the waves, they already start the idea. And Max Planck used that idea to penetrate to see the matter. This is the, before the Nobel Prize when Max Planck got. And he said, I did physics. All my life, seriously into physics all my life. But I don't see anything physical. All matters come from energy. 
behind all matters there's a force the spiritual force everything can be quantized that force that spiritual force that energy that potentiality basically propels everything physical there's nothing really physical there's no such thing as matter of course my paragraph paraphrase from Max Planck you know everybody said that uh, Max Planck was and is the father of quantum physics not because he's a mentor of Albert Einstein but he was the number one physicist at that time on this planet he was the chief editor of the number one physics magazine and nobody gave a dime about Albert Einstein at all nobody gave a dime because they threw his paper out it was Max Planck you know even he did not totally understand what Albert Einstein wanted to express but he see what Albert Einstein wanted to express of that special relativity and then published a photon and paper about the photon the particle wave about the light about the photon and which he got a Nobel Prize of course special relativity general relativity people didn't understand at all <laughs> even today a lot of people still, still when I say physicists don't understand Yes, probably Einstein may not be right on everything, but his base is that one of the most important things he sees that particle energy exists at the same time. He sees that a universe, what I say he sees because his mind still over here in this universe. Everything is connected. Everything is integrated. The universe it has the wholeness. And then we get deeper and deeper into quantum physics. We see life is nothing but energy with consciousness. That energy is totally infuriated, penetrated, permeated with original consciousness. All life is connected with the li- that original life. The original life is the big, big before the Big Bang. After Big Bang, you can talk call quantum conscious field are made up. Or you can say that original consciousness, either from a quantum physics standpoint of view, or from the Doyster standpoint point of view, or from the science and metaphysics together that point of view, or the potentiality of life. Everything come from that original projection. That is the origin of the life. And we can get in deeper and deeper. We know that from quantum physics, we did thousands of thousands, millions of experiments. We eliminated all the other possibilities. As one of my, our friends from Stanford University said, we eliminated everything. It's not just come up from nowhere. We eliminated any possibilities from all these 100 years scientific research, from quantum physics, anything we did. They all 
not possible. The only possibility is that this world is holographic. This world is coming from that origin. That origin is the light. That origin is that we can say quantum field. Some people can give that label. Or we can say it's a quantum plane field. We can give that label. Or we can say, give the label, as I always say, is the nothingness. And my friend argued with me. And uh, Mr. Dr. Stewart Hamoff, you know, he and uh, Penrose work together. Penrose is also um, a colleague of John Hawkins. A lot of people have heard of John Hawkins. Penrose is also a very, very famous name in the, in quantum physics. People call him Sir or Lord and Penrose. But we're all human beings, you know, that what I see. And he cooperated with Stuart Hamoff. Stuart came to my event and two years ago in Atlanta. And uh, we talk about the origin of consciousness. What is the consciousness? When I hold the conference, I want to see it's not what I write, what I what he's right, or what she his she's right, what everybody's right. It is we all explore together to see what is life, what is the origin of life, how the life can expand, how the life penetrate into ourselves, into each of ourselves in terms of health. In terms of disease, in terms of death, in terms of conscious life, in terms of unconscious life, in terms of subconscious life, in terms of life itself. That's what it's about. From epigenetics, from quantum physics, from quantum biology, from neurology, from every spectrum of life. Let's explore it. Doesn't matter what field you're in. We're all human beings. That's what I say. That's why I, I brought a lot of quantum physicists, epigenetists, you know, neurobiologists, and forward thinkers to Atlanta to have this global conscious meeting. The whole thing is to, to see how our life can expand it. What is the potentiality in our life? What we can do to ourselves? What, what is our intelligence? What is our life is different from an animal? What our life is different from insects? What our life different from others? But what is the common thing we all hold together? That is more important than anything. That is including trees, including insects, including Animals, other animals, because we are one of them. We regard ourselves as the most advanced. We, are, we regard ourselves as most, you know, intelligent. Are we? Let's see. That's how it is. When a dog smells something, he knows exactly if he should eat or not to eat. Do we smell? No, we can see the color. We see the surface. Or does it look good? We take it. <laughs> it doesn't look good. We don't eat it. It's all by eyes. We do. We know. We we totally, totally lost our really the feel, the sense of feel. A turtle can find thousand miles away. They can travel. They go exactly the same place they came from. They don't have GPS. <laughs> you know, they don't have maps, but they know exactly thousands of miles they swim to the place they came from. They have that antenna. Have we lost our own antenna? Have we lost our own feel, sense of feel? You tell me. That's what I see. That's what I explore every single day, the life. I do meditation for hours. I want to see deep down what I feel on this pandemic, what I feel if anything happened. 
For example, you know, a couple of years ago, I had a SARS. I want to see if this SARS can be totally eliminated from my body. I just want to see without getting into any medical means. Because I believe I can do it. So I said for nine days, I told you, yes, there's a, there's a movement. I'm, you know, I feel I'm dying, you know. My body just totally cannot handle it. And then I begin to get my mind involved. Just send yourself, penetrate deeper and deeper, 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 deeper. And I feel, I was gone. I was deep into my mind. All that thoughts, it's gone. All that thoughts, you know, hey, am I going to survive? All that thinking is gone. It's no longer there. All kind of crazy thoughts, all kind of crazy emotions, all kind of crazy sweat, all kind of crazy you know, chills, gone. And then I, I was gone. I was totally in. Awake, awakened the coma. Awakened the coma. I was aware, I was not aware. I was totally in a totally different state of mind. I was no longer in that chaos. I was in no, no longer in the, any worries. I was, I was in no, no longer in any panic. I was in no longer in any thoughts, per se. I was gone. But during, just during that moment of time, I didn't know. I, was, I lost time. There was no time at all. Hours later, I realized I was, I was gone for hours. But it was like a, no time at all. I, I didn't have time. I didn't have any time in my mind at all. Normally, you're out and you have time, but I didn't have time. I just thought, you know, that was just uh, not even a second, just gone. And I wake up, I didn't even know I was gone. And later on, and then I begin to, you know, wake up and begin to do other things. And I realized my meditation was 16 hours. 16 hours straight. And I was totally renovated, and totally rejuvenated, totally recharged. All that diseased feel, sense of feel, all that, you know, crunched feel, all that lost control feel, all that feel, I'm going to be totally, totally dissipated energy. Was that feel is gone. I feel totally recharged. Human beings have, human beings have that ability to get into the deeper state of mind, get into that connection with that innermost consciousness. That inner consciousness is connected with the universe, original consciousness, that original life, that life is always there. That life is infinite life. That a body can be, that life of this individual can be empowered, can be recharged. Because my personal experience stayed that. And then I begin to research, you know, later, and I begin to see other people have the same thing. You know, this guy, I just, re I just uh, um, the, watched this guy today. His name is called uh, Wim, Wim Hof something. I forgot his, Wim Hof something. He's an Iceman. He call him, people call him an Iceman. Wim Hof something. I just found him today. And somebody told me, you know, you know a month ago, two months ago, I never saw him. Today I watched him. I said, wow. He even have the similar experience. And they even did some scientific research. Because they injected E. coli into people. 1,600 people they injected. You understand? Yeah. And they all get well. So, my experience is not just one person experience. It's uh, everybody can be everybody experience. Everybody has that ability. You know, everybody has that ability. You know, they injected a lot of people, volunteered to get that injection. E. coli, the virus injection. They all get well. It is the mind. It's about the information. 
If you see the information, your information, your mind information, can totally transform and can eliminate this tiny virus information. That's all it is. Because you have trillions of trillions of cells over there. Trillions trillions of cells, they have a similar information that frequency can override anything. They can heal anything. This is embedded in the human mind. This is in, embedded in the human life. But we lost it. Why we lost it? Because we depend on drugs. We depend on medicine. We depend on hospitals. We depend on others' clinics. We depend on other people. We lost our own being. We lost our own being. But that, that life is lost. That's really innate life is lost. That's, the living is no longer alive anymore. The life is a slave the life. The life is an independent life. The life is no longer life on its own. It's dependent on, on others. Depend on authorities, depend on drugs, depend on any other means but upon oneself. The life is gone. The life is living on like a zombie, depend on others, other things. It's no longer in, no longer has that innate ability. But the inability is still there. What happened is you just lost it. You think you lost it because you do not use it anymore. Just like what I did, you know, many years ago, I was in Roswell. You know, when I was young, I was a driver. I was a truck driver. In China, truck driver, you have to repair at least 15 problems before you get a driver license. I was one of the very few got the driver license in my place. Even though I was condemned as I was a child as a as a criminal, and I was born as a criminal, you know. And I already told you guys, and I I was born with a crime I never committed. That's just because political crime, political crime, you know. So, but doesn't matter the leaders over there because I help I'm willing to help everybody I can so I help the few people who had uh, neck problems back problems they could not even sleep they could not uh, you know do anything they vomit to such a degree and their life is totally miserable they don't have life anymore and then I was the one who helped them and uh, because I learned a little bit of tricks here, a little, little bit here, they already have. But what I do is help them to readjust, realignment, and put them together, and then they live normally as a human being. So they were thankful. That's why they, a group of people together, and they propagated the idea, this guy is not a really a criminal, and he has a good heart. You know, that's, you know, whatever they want to put it, that's what, they, you know, that's all, all it happened. Politically, because they are politically rights people. They're communist leaders, the communist, you know, directors, the communist what. And then they begin to say, well, this kid, you know, even though he had a background of criminal background of his father, his grandmother, because the landlord is criminal, you know, counter revolutionary is criminal. But he still have a good heart with the communist. So we need to embrace him and then, you know, give him a license. Okay. That's how I got my license. Oh. And then I was really good with these um, cars, trucks, you know, I was very good with it. I can repair anything. But, 20, you know, 30 years later, 20 years later, I forgot more because I learned very well, you know. I got license. I really have to solve the problem because they, they extinguish everything, you know, and then you have to find all these problems, repair them, make it work, and then they can get a license. They have 15 problems. They can tear this truck apart and you have to really repair it and you can find it. And then I did so that means I'm always pretty good. You know, change tires is nothing. You know, that was the least problem you can do. But I was in Roswell, and then my car had a, a flat tire. The one thing I thought of it is called triple A. <laughs> the, only, the first thing I thought of, I didn't even know I can do it anymore. I did not know I can do it. Change a tire, it was nothing. I just called Triple A because I depend on Triple A because I got a Triple A. So I called Triple A. 
The triple A told me they had a problems because it's icy. It take about normally it's a fifty minutes they would come, forty five minutes they would come, but that day they had to wait. I was in waiting line two and a half hours. But my class had already started. You know, it's going to be started already. You know, half an hour or over, you know fifty minutes. I said, oh, "Wow, what am I going to do?" I still didn't think I can change the tire. <laughs> so that's how human beings are. Eventually, a bunch of、uh, Asian people saw me over there, and then they, they respect Kung Fu people. You know, you know, you know Asian people they say、oh, Kung Fu Bruce Lee. You know, they just thought of Bruce Lee because I wear this kind of uniform. He said, "Hey, master, master, you know, you want to? Ch- we 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 can ha-、uh, help you change the tire." <laughs> So we're not going to charge you, you know. I say, I can change tire. Actually, I say,、oh, okay, let me do <laughs> work together. So we work together, get the tire changed within like twenty minutes, and I was on the road. And then that struck me, you know, t- change tire. I changed hundreds of tires in the past when I was younger. But I came to America, and I begin to get these triple A, and I forgot I can change tires. Same thing, you know. You have the inability, and you don't do it, and you to- totally forgot it. And、uh, breathing, simple breathing. A lot of people, you know, I told you, I give a group of people from Harvard, from Johns Hopkins, the doctors, you know, seventy-some doctors. They didn't know how how to breathe. I say, your doctors don't know how to breathe. <laughs> what I, what kind of doctor are you? They were never taught how to breathe in medical school. Medical school is teaching you how to manipulate drugs, how to get equipments, how to <laughs> study physiology, biology, pharmacy, you know, pathology, you know, <laughs> cell biology, you know, all these things that they never learn the simple breathe breathing. You know, <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I got on them. That was twenty、uh, some years ago. Anyhow. You know, we all just the simple breathing, and we don't know. The breathing can really instigate your immune system. The breathing can get your mental status in totally different realm. Get rid of that that tremendous stress upon you. Change the information. Change the biology. Change everything. I call information biology. Because I did the testing, I, and I told people before, that was nineteen eighty nine. I did my research. Mind affect body. The title is called、uh, Seven Weeks of Meditation and Tai Chi Efficiency on Physiology. Basically, how that.、Uh, Meditation, breathing, mobile, <laughs> <laughs> and in the whole that mind exercise can f- affect in physiology. I did my paper, I presented my paper at、uh, FASAP, and I mentioned it here before. What is FASAP? Do you know what is FASAP?、Mm-hmm. Federation, Federation of American. Experimental biology.、Yeah. F. Federation. S. A is American. S is a society. American. Okay, Federation of, of American Society in Experimental Biology. E. B. Biology. First up. Yeah, in Atlanta, I delivered my paper. You know, people thought. You know, you you can see all these fifty over fifty thousand scientists, medical scientists, biologists, geneticists, you know, pharmacologists, all they concentrate is what on the money, because if you don't have money, you cannot do research. Everything is focused on money. That's what it is. Where's the money? Where's the research? Drugs, yes, have money. Drugs has money, and they have the research. Medical equipment, the money, the research. That's all it is about. I was only down one over there. 
<laughs> I have nothing to do with money. <laughs> I just did mind about it. Mind can affect affect physiology. Can mind can affect can be affect efficient to change biology. That's my topic. That was nineteen. I studied nineteen eighty eight. In nineteen eighty nine, I finished my research. Nineteen ninety, I delivered the paper. And the people thought, you know, nobody really. Everybody said, "Oh, okay." They, they, they didn't even give a crap. <laughs> Some people come to ask me questions. You know, if you young people, you know, curious about this thing. Most people, you know, don't give a dime about what I said. Mind affect physiology. Today, you see, mind body medicine department everywhere in it. <laughs> Those days, there's zero. There was a zero those days. Today you have hospitals. A lot of hospitals begin to have those things. I went to. I told you I went to a couple of hospitals, especially I went to this uh, hospital in New York, and I said, God, put it the you know the, the hospital offer this. Hospital offer this. Hospital offer Tai Chi. Hospital offer meditation. Hospital offer you know uh, Reiki. Reiki. Hospital offer Qigong. I said, oh My goodness, what a what a change. That means people begin to realize our mind does affect our biology. Life is not a dependency. Life is innate. Life is from within. That's what I talk about life. So life and health, they're all together. You have life, you have health. You don't have life, you don't have health. What I say, life is really alive with energy, alive with tremendous energy, alive with the inner ability, alive with our potentiality to realize that potential, potentiality, and to discover the potentiality every single day to recharge yourself every single day. The life with clarity. Not like a living alone zombie. Somebody says something, yes. Somebody says something, yes. Somebody says something, yes. Something says, say yes. <laughs> That's not life. <laughs> you lost your life. Turtle never listen to you. Turtle lives on his own or her own. <laughs> you know, tiger never listen to you. Never go to hospital. Okay, I'm gonna get some drugs. Have you seen any tiger live in a lineup in any hospital? <laughs> what I say, life is intrinsic, intrinsic life. Okay, I was going to talk about my friend, life, and I, I, we already lost time. <laughs> so I, I thought I just started. <laughs> <laughs> so when I talk, I already forgot the time. So we have a lot of questions. We did answer. We did oh, we'll answer next time. All right. And we had we did have some questions. And uh, one question is uh, a lady who had a cervical, you know, according to doctor, and she needed to take off all uterus circum, you know, because they had a cervical problem, and then they're cancerous. They, be, they can develop, can be developed in full cancer. And then she has a sister who had le- le- leukemia, and I want to see, give some advice, but I will do next time. And actually, this is not disease. I do not believe disease. Remember what I said. I do not believe disease because I only believe health. And um, that's why I'm happy. It's totally different frequency. I want to see next time I'm going to get into that topic. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.